0: Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to Day 1 of Week 12 of the Daily Bible Reading. Today we're reading Deuteronomy chapters 6 through 9 and Luke chapter 7. But before we do the reading, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we thank you for your word, and we pray that you would help us to truly recognize your word and the truth in it that we would not only look for what we want to see, but what you want us to see. We ask that you would help us to live our lives in faith, help us to love others, and to make sacrifices for them. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's begin our reading today in Deuteronomy chapter 6. Now this is the commandment, the rules, and the regulations that Yahweh your God charged to teach to you for you to observe in the land that you are about to cross over into to take possession of it, so that you may revere Yahweh your God by keeping all his statutes and his commandments that I am commanding you, you and your children and your grandchildren, all the days of your life, and so you may live long lives." And you shall hear Israel, and be careful to observe these instructions, so that it may go well for you, and that you may multiply greatly, just as Yahweh the God of your ancestors promised you in a land with milk and honey. Hear Israel, Yahweh our God, Yahweh is unique. And you shall love Yahweh your God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, and with all of your might. And these words that I am commanding you today shall be on your heart. And you shall recite them to your children, and you shall talk about them at the time of your living in your house, and at the time of your going on the road, and at the time of your lying down, and at the time of your rising up. And you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as an emblem between your eyes, and you shall write them on the doorframe of your house and on your gates." And then it will happen that when Yahweh your God will bring you to the land that he swore to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give to you large and fine cities that you did not build, and houses full of all sorts of good things that you did not fill, and hewn cisterns that you did not hew, vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant, and you have eaten your fill, then take care for yourself, so that you do not forget Yahweh who brought you out from the land of Egypt, from the house of slavery." You shall fear Yahweh your God, and you shall serve him, and by his name you shall swear. You shall not go after other gods from the gods of the peoples who are all around you, for Yahweh your God is a jealous God in your midst, so that the anger of Yahweh your God would be kindled, and he would destroy you from the face of the earth. You shall not put Yahweh your God to the test, as you tested him at Massah. You shall diligently keep the commandments of Yahweh your God and his legal provisions and his rules that he has commanded you." And you shall do what is right and good in the eyes of Yahweh, so that it shall go well for you, and so that you may go and you may take possession of the good land that Yahweh swore for your ancestors, by driving out all of your enemies before you, just as Yahweh has promised. When your child asks you in the future, saying, What is the meaning of the legal provisions and the rules and the regulations that Yahweh our God commanded for you? Then you shall say to your child, We were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, and Yahweh brought us out from Egypt with a strong hand. And Yahweh gave great and awesome signs and wonders in Egypt against Pharaoh and against his entire household in our presence. But he brought us out from there in order to bring us here, to give us the land that he swore to our ancestors. And so Yahweh commanded us to observe all of these rules and to revere Yahweh our God for our benefit all the days that we live as it is today." And it shall be righteousness for us if we diligently observe and do all of this commandment before Yahweh our God as he has commanded us. Chapter 7 when Yahweh your God brings you into the land that you are about to enter into it to take possession of it, and he drives out many nations before you, the Hivites and the Gergeshites and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Hivites and the Jebusites, seven nations mightier and more numerous than you, and Yahweh your God will give them over to you, and you defeat them, you must utterly destroy them, you shall not make a covenant with them, and you shall not show mercy to them, and you shall not intermarry with them. You shall not give your daughter to their son, and you shall not take his daughter for your son, for their sons and daughters will cause your son to turn away from me, and so they will serve other gods, and the anger of Yahweh would be kindled against you, and he would quickly destroy you. But this is what you must do to them. You shall break down their altars, and their stone pillars you shall smash, and their Asherah poles you shall hew down, and you shall burn their idols with fire." For you are a holy people for Yahweh your God. Yahweh your God has chosen you to be for him a people, a treasured possession from among all the peoples that are on the face of the earth. Yahweh loved you and chose you, not because of your great number exceeding all other peoples, for you are fewer than all of the peoples, but because of the love of Yahweh for you and because of his keeping of the sworn oath that he swore to your ancestors. Yahweh brought you out with a strong hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery— from the hand of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. So know that Yahweh your God, he is God, the trustworthy God, maintaining his covenant and his loyal love with those who love him and with those who keep his commandments to a thousand generations, but repaying those who hate him in their own person to destroy them. He is not slow with those who hate him in their own person, he repays them. And so you shall keep the commandment and the rules and the regulations that I am commanding you today to observe them. And then, because you listen to these regulations, and you diligently keep them, and you do them, then Yahweh your God will maintain his covenant, and his loyal love that he swore to your ancestors. And he will love you, and he will bless you, and he will multiply you. And he will bless the fruit of your womb, and the fruit of your soil, your grain, your wine, and your olive oil, and newborn calves of your cattle, and the newborn lambs of your flocks in the land that he swore to your ancestors to give you. You shall be blessed more than all the peoples. Among you there shall not be sterility and barrenness, even among domestic animals. And Yahweh will turn away from you all the illness and all the harmful diseases of Egypt that you experienced. He will not lay them on you, but he will lay them on all of those who hate you. And you shall devour all of the peoples that Yahweh your God is giving to you. You shall not pity them, and you shall not serve their gods, which would be a snare for you. If you think in your heart, These nations are more numerous than I, so how can I dispossess them? Then remember, you must not be afraid of them. You must well remember what Yahweh your God did to Pharaoh and to all of Egypt, the great trials that your eyes saw, and the signs and the wonders, and the working of the strong hand and the outstretched arm by which Yahweh your God brought you out. So Yahweh your God will do to all of the peoples because of whom you are in fear before them. And moreover, Yahweh your God will send the hornets among them until both the survivors and the fugitives are destroyed before you. You must not be in dread from the presence of them, because Yahweh your God, who is in your midst, is a great and awesome God. And Yahweh your God will clear away these nations from before you little by little. You will not be able to finish them off quickly, lest the wild animals multiply against you. But Yahweh your God will give them to you, and he will throw them into a great panic until they are destroyed. And he will give their kings into your hand, and you shall blot out their names from under the heaven. Anyone will not be able to stand against you until you destroy them. You shall burn the images of their gods with fire. You shall not covet the silver or gold that is on them, and so you take it for yourself, so that you are not ensnared by it. For it is a detestable thing to Yahweh your God." And you must not bring a detestable thing into your house, or you will become a thing devoted to destruction like it. You must utterly detest it, and you must utterly abhor it, for it is an object devoted to destruction. Chapter 8 All of the commandments that I am commanding you today you must diligently observe, so that you may live and multiply, and you may go and take possession of the land that Yahweh swore to your ancestors. And you shall remember all of the way that Yahweh your God led you during these forty years in the desert, in order to humble you, and to test you to know what is in your heart, whether you would diligently keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you go hungry, and then he fed you with that which you did not know, nor did your ancestors know, in order to make you know that not by bread alone, but by all that goes out of the mouth of Yahweh, humankind shall live." Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your feet did not swell during these forty years. And you should know with your heart that, as a man disciplines his son, so Yahweh your God is disciplining you. So you must keep the commandments of Yahweh your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For Yahweh your God is bringing you to a good land, with streams of water, springs, and underground water welling up in the valleys and in the hills, to a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranate trees, a land of olive trees, olive oil and honey, to a land where you may eat food in it without scarcity, you will not find anything lacking in it, a land where its stones are iron, and from its mountains you can mine copper, and you will eat and you will be satisfied, and you will bless Yahweh your God because of the good land that he has given to you. Take care for yourself, that you do not forget Yahweh your God, by not keeping his commandments and his regulations and his statutes that I am commanding you today. Lest when you have eaten and you are satisfied, and you have built good houses and you live in them, and your herds and your flocks have multiplied, and you have accumulated silver and gold, and all that you have has multiplied, then your heart becomes proud and you forget Yahweh your God, the one who brought you out from the land of Egypt, from the house of slavery." the one leading you in the great and terrible desert infested with dangerous snakes and scorpions and parched ground, where there is no water, and the one bringing out water for you from Flint Rock, the one feeding you manna in the wilderness, food that your ancestors did not know, in order to humble you and in order to test you so that he could do good to you in the future. And you may think in your heart, my strength and the might of my hand acquired this wealth for me, But you must remember Yahweh your God, for he is the one giving you strength to acquire wealth in order to confirm his covenant that he swore to your ancestors as it is today. And it will happen that if you indeed forget Yahweh your God and go after other gods and you serve them and you bow down before them, I warn you today that you will surely perish. As with the nations that Yahweh is destroying before you, so you shall perish, because you would not obey the voice of Yahweh your God. Chapter 9 Here, Israel, you are about to cross the Jordan today to go to dispossess nations larger and more numerous than you, great cities fortified with high walls, a great and tall people, the sons of the Anakites, whom you know and of whom you have heard it said, Who could stand before the sons of Anak? You should know today that Yahweh your God is the one crossing ahead of you as a devouring fire. He will destroy them, and he will subdue them before you. So you will dispossess them, and you will destroy them quickly, just as Yahweh promised you. You shall not say to yourself when Yahweh your God is driving them out before you, saying, Because of my righteousness Yahweh brought me to take possession of this land, but because of the wickedness of these nations Yahweh is driving them out before you. It is not because of your righteousness and because of the uprightness of your heart that you are coming to take possession of their land— But because of the wickedness of these nations, Yahweh your God is driving them before you, and in order to confirm the promise that Yahweh swore to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. So you should understand that it is not because of your righteousness that Yahweh your God is giving you this land to take possession of it, because you are a stubborn people. Remember, do not forget, that you provoked Yahweh your God in the desert, and from the day that you went out from the land of Egypt until you came to this place, you were rebelling against Yahweh. And remember at Horeb, you provoked Yahweh, and Yahweh became angry enough to destroy you. When I went up the mountain to receive the stone tablets, the tablets of the covenant that Yahweh made with you, and remained on the mountain forty days and forty nights, I did not eat food and I did not drink water." And Yahweh gave me the two tablets of stone written with the finger of God, and on them was writing according to all the words that Yahweh spoke with you at the mountain from the midst of the fire on the day of the assembly. And then at the end of forty days and forty nights, Yahweh gave me the two tablets of stone, the tablets of the covenant. And Yahweh said to me, Come now, go down quickly from this mountain, because your people behave corruptly whom you brought out from Egypt. For they turned quickly from the way that I commanded them to follow, they have made for themselves a cast image. And Yahweh spoke to me, saying, I have seen this people, and look, they are a stubborn people. Leave me alone, and let me destroy them, and let me blot out their name from under heaven, and let me make you into a nation mightier and more numerous than they. And I turned, and I went down the mountain, as the mountain was burning with fire, and the two tablets of the covenant were in my two hands. And I looked, and indeed you had sinned against Yahweh your God, and you had made for yourselves an image of a calf of cast metal. You had turned quickly from the way that Yahweh had commanded for you. And I took hold of the two tablets, and I threw them out of my two hands, and smashed them before your eyes. And then I lay prostrate before Yahweh as earlier, forty days and forty nights.' I did not eat food and I did not drink water because of all your sins that you committed by doing evil in the eyes of Yahweh and so provoking him. For I was in dread from being in the presence of the anger and the wrath with which Yahweh was angry with you so as to destroy you. But Yahweh listened to me also at that time. And with Aaron, Yahweh was angry enough to destroy him. And I prayed also for Aaron at that time. And your sinful thing that you had made, the molten calf, I took and I burned it with fire, and I crushed it, grinding it thoroughly until it was crushed to dust, and I threw its dust into the stream that flowed down the mountain. And also at Tebera, and at Massah, and at Kibrothetava, you provoked Yahweh to anger.' And when Yahweh sent you out from Kadesh Barnea, saying, Go up and take possession of the land that I have given you, you rebelled against the command of Yahweh your God, and you did not believe him, and you did not listen to his voice. You have been rebellious toward Yahweh from the day I have known you. And I lay prostrate before Yahweh through forty days, and through forty nights I prostrated myself, because Yahweh intended to kill you. And I prayed to Yahweh, and I said, Lord Yahweh, you must not destroy your people and your inheritance whom you redeemed in your greatness, whom you brought out from Egypt with a strong hand. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You must not pay attention to the stubbornness of this people, to their wickedness and to their sin, lest the people of the land from which you brought us out from there say, Because Yahweh was not able to bring them to the land that he promised to them, and because of his hatred toward them, he has brought them out to kill them in the desert." For they are your people and your inheritance, whom you brought with your great power and with your outstretched arm. All right, now let's read Luke chapter 7. After he had finished all his statements in the hearing of the people, he entered into Capernaum. Now a certain centurion slave, who was esteemed by him, was sick and was about to die. So when he heard about Jesus, he sent Jewish elders to him, asking him that he would come and cure his slave. And when they came to Jesus, they began imploring him earnestly, saying, He is worthy that you grant this for him, because he loves our nation, and he himself built the synagogue for us. So Jesus went with them. Now by this time he was not far away from the house, and the centurion sent friends, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy that you should come in under my roof. For this reason neither did I consider myself worthy to come to you, But say the word, and my slave must be healed. For I also am a man placed under authority, who has soldiers under me. And I say to this one, Go, and he goes. And to another one, Come, and he comes. And to my slave, Do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him. And turning around to the crowd that was following him, he said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such great faith. And when they returned to the house, those who had been sent found the slave healthy. And it happened that on the next day he went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went with him. And as he approached the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, his mother's only son, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion for her and said to her, Do not weep. And he came up and touched the bier, and those who were carrying it stopped. And he said, Young man, I say to you, get up. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and he gave him to his mother. And fear seized them all, and they began to glorify God, saying, A great prophet has appeared among us, and God has visited to help his people. And this report about him went out in the whole of Judea and in all the surrounding region. And his disciples reported to John about all these things. And summoning a certain two of his disciples, John sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? And when the men came to him, they said, John the Baptist sent us to you, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? In that hour he healed many people of diseases and suffering and evil spirits, and he granted sight to many blind people. And he answered and said to them, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have good news announced to them, and whoever is not offended by me is blessed. And when the messengers of John had departed, he began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing. Behold, those who are in splendid clothing and luxury are in the royal palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and even more than a prophet. It is this man about whom it is written, Behold, I am sending my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, there is no one greater among those born of women than John, but the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he.' And all the people, when they heard this, even the tax collectors, affirmed the righteousness of God, because they had been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the legal experts rejected the purpose of God for themselves, because they had not been baptized by him. To what, then, shall I compare the people of this generation, and to what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to one another, who say, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a lament, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist has come, not eating bread and drinking wine, and you say, He has a demon. The Son of Man has come, eating and drinking, and you say, Behold a man who is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, and wisdom is vindicated by all her children. Now one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he entered into the house of the Pharisee and reclined at the table. And behold, a woman in the town who was a sinner, when she learned that he was dining in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of perfumed oil, and standing behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and was wiping them with the hair of her head, and was kissing his feet, and anointing them with the perfumed oil." Now when the Pharisee who invited him saw this, he spoke to himself, saying, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what kind of woman this is who is touching him, that she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he said, Teacher, say it. There are two debtors who owed a certain creditor. One owed five hundred denarii and the other fifty. When they were not able to repay him, he forgave the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose that it is the one to whom he forgave more. And he said to him, You have judged correctly. And turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered into your house. You did not give me water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but from the time I entered, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not anoint my head with olive oil, but she anointed my feet with perfumed oil. For this reason I tell you, her sins, which were many, have been forgiven, for she loved much. But the one to whom little is forgiven loves little. And he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. And those who were reclining at the table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. All right. Well, that's the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.